Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It is time now for The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. And of course, the top headline we're looking at is the Federal Reserve raising interest rates by 75 basis points for the second straight month. That's right. So markets so far seem to be liking what they saw, 75 basis points, and possibly for those rate hikes to start slowing down. Hmm. So this is pretty much seeing all in the policymakers trying to address what's been very hot inflation and all the cost of living pressures going up. And they feel they need to front load all these rate hikes in order to bring things down back again. But the big question mark is, is it too much in a too fast pace? So let's check in with Tan Ding Jun. He is the Assistant Manager for Research and Portfolio Management for FSM1.com. Morning, Ding Jun. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing great. DJ, let's talk about the Fed's thinking behind the Fed rate hike. Walk us through why markets seem to be liking what they saw. So I think um, with the 75 basis points rate hike this year, last night, so the Fed has already raised rates about four times this year already. And each rate hike was actually bigger than the one before. And with the exception of the last two, which were both 75 basis points in magnitude. So I think part of the reason why the US markets reacted so positively to the rate hike is not so much of uh, the rate hike itself. It's more to do with some of the earnings, uh, some of the positive earnings results from some of the companies that have reported over yesterday Mm -hmm. and the day before. And on top of that, another reason that could explain why markets are still positive is likely because this rate hike is already priced in. So in other words, 75 basis points is exactly what they're expecting. So if, let's say, the Fed goes ahead and raises rates by one full percent, by one full percent, then perhaps markets might not like it. And if that is not priced in, then it is likely that we'll see a negative reaction in stock prices. Yeah, Dijon, the big question is what's next after this meeting? Because the next one's in September, that's two months away. How pressing is the inflationary picture right now? Are we close to seeing it peak yet? Will we see the Fed do another 75? It seems like he's leaving the door open for various options. Yeah, so what is important to know is that the Fed is very data-driven, so they will look at data like the CPI data, but not just the CPI data, but also other macroeconomic data such as job growth, consumer confidence, consumer spending, so on and so forth, before they decide on what kind of rate hike they want to carry out. So the good thing about the next meeting being in September is they actually have another two months' worth of data that they can look through. So in other words, probably another two months' worth of CPI data that they can assess before they decide whether or not to uh, raise rates by 75 basis points again or maybe take their foot off the tightening pedal or perhaps even tighten further. And with inflation rising by 9.1% year-on-year in June, I think right now it is still showing very little signs of peaking and there is a good possibility that we could see prices rising further before moderating. So with that said, I think with many issues around the world such as the Russia-Ukraine crisis which is severely affecting food and energy prices mainly because these two countries are very important in the global supply chain for these two sets of commodities I think that prices are likely to remain higher for longer and that would probably prompt the Fed to increase probably uh, keep up the pace of rate hikes for the time being. Yeah, did you? you might remember Fetcher Jerome Powell using the word transitory to describe what's the picture like for inflation. This time around, do you think he's learned his lesson to hold back on forward guidance? 
I don't think that the Fed has always given a very definite guidance. So they, they haven't really said like, okay, this month they're going to raise rates by 75 basis points. It's more of a might be 75, if not maybe 50. So I think the getting his call wrong already since last year. I think he'll be more careful with his self words and not to spook markets or make markets think about their intentions a bit more clearly. So... Yeah, I think, like I said, the Fed has, is more data-driven, so they will likely look at the data before making any statements in the future. Yeah, Dijun, talking about data, we will get another round tonight from the U.S. second quarter GDP numbers. That will give an indication, at least technically, whether we are into a recession, which should be two negative quarters in a row. Why your expectations of uh, the numbers? Are we going to be looking at a recession? And what would it mean? Um, because Fetch and Jerome Powell says uh, the U.S. is not in a recession. So... Yeah, that's the technical definition of a recession, two quarters of negative GDP growth. But whether or not we are in a recession, I probably, I don't have the confidence to say yet because the exact odds of whether or not a hard landing will be, a soft landing will be achieved is really hard to say. But what I would say is the US economy, it is actually on a much weaker footing compared to the start of the year. And with the Fed not looking to take its foot off the tightening pedal, the chances of a soft landing are getting slimmer. But that is not to say that it is not possible. It's just that the chances are really getting slimmer with all the rate hikes and monetary tightening going on and consumer confidence falling. So all these things will factor into GDP numbers as well. Mm, so not a base case yet, but a very narrow path to avoid recession for the US. Now let's talk about what's the implications for markets with these rate hikes, at least rate hike expectations for equities and other currencies. Dijun, what are you expecting will play out in the coming days? Right. So generally speaking, rate hikes, they tend to drive a compression in equity valuations by discouraging risk-taking behavior, while at the same time, it also increases the incentive for investors to invest in safer assets, such as U.S. Treasury bonds. And with less money chasing a limited pool of assets, equity valuations, they should naturally contract. And that is essentially the opposite from what has happened since the 2008 financial crisis, where Global central banks, they actually loosen monetary policy a lot, allowing liquidity to flow into the market. So rising rates, they are also expected to pose a challenge to equity valuations, especially for the more richly valued areas of the market, such as tech, where many of these companies are valued based on their future cash flows that are way out into the future. So when you discount these cash flows back, they are actually worth less in a rising interest rate environment. So history has also shown that whenever the Fed raises interest rates, valuations have either fallen or at best leveled off. And in addition, we have also observed that the more aggressive the pace of rate hikes, which is to say higher rates in the shorter amount of time, or the expectation of it tends to result in a larger valuation compression. And last but not least, higher rates, they also tend to make equities less attractive compared to fixed income on a relative basis as the spread between the earnings as well as the bond yield tightens. Okay, so we've been chatting with Tan Ding Jun. He is the Assistant Manager for Research and Portfolio Management for FSM1.com, helping us to unpack the latest from the FOMC, that 75 basis point hike that came through according to expectations. And of course, the big question is what's going to be coming out tonight in the US GDP numbers for the second quarter. Tan Ding Jun, Assistant Manager for Research and Portfolio Management for FSM1.com. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.